Doctors report the first known case of a person who urinates alcohol. Doctors also are warning people not to insert frozen potatoes inside their butt. And a man calls the police on his girlfriend for being too rough during sex. These are the weird stories for Wednesday. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I have some pretty weird stories today. Some of you emailed them to me, and I thank you. Let's do it. Let's get weird. Doctors have reported the very first known case of a person who urinates alcohol. Yes, this individual pees alcohol. Sounds like somebody you should really have at your birthday party. Uh, Very cheap way to get drunk. You just give this person water and they transform it into alcohol. Wow, amazing. Sounds like a miracle. It's like Jesus turning water into wine. Am I right? The condition which researchers propose to call either bladder fermentation syndrome or urinary autobrewery syndrome. Is this even real? It doesn't sound like they're taking this very seriously, these researchers. So they're saying it's either bladder fermentation syndrome or urinary autobrewery syndrome. What do you guys vote for? I say urinary autobrewery syndrome because it's way more difficult to say and it's hilarious. It's uh, it's similar to another incredibly rare condition, which is called autobrewery syndrome, where simply ingesting carbohydrates can be enough to make you inebriated, even without consuming any alcohol via regular means. In fact, I once covered a story of a guy who had autobrewery syndrome. This guy got wasted just eating pizza or bread or crackers or whatever. He could eat some croutons. Imagine getting wasted off a salad. That sounds outstanding. In the new case, these doctors became aware of what seems to be a related syndrome after attending upon a 61-year-old patient who presented with liver damage and poorly controlled diabetes. The woman visited University of Pittsburgh Medical Center for placement on a liver transplant wait list with doctors having previously suspected her problems stemmed from alcohol addiction due to repeated urine tests for alcohol showing consistently positive. Well, 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 that's not the case at all. Here's a quote from the doctors. Initially, our encounters were similar, leading our clinicians to believe that she was hiding an alcohol use disorder. However, we noted that plasma test results for ethanol and urine test results for ethyl glucuronide and ethyl sulfate, which are the metabolites of ethanol, were negative, whereas urine test results for ethanol were positive. Oh, guys, you know how that goes when you're testing for alcohol and you get you get confused about the metabolites of the ethanol levels, right? <laughs> I have no idea what I'm saying right now. Furthermore, in addition to consistently denying having consumed alcohol, this particular patient did not show to, did not appear to show signs of intoxication during her visits to the clinic, even though her urine showed very high levels of ethanol content. It was a big mystery. So who do they call? Scooby-Doo and the team came in. Another mystery was the presence of large amounts of glucose in her urine, a condition called hyperglycosuria, with abundant levels of budding yeast seen in urine samples. Here's a quote from the researchers. These findings led us to test whether yeast colonizing in the bladder could ferment sugar to produce ethanol. Running tests on her urine, the team confirmed remarkably high levels of ethanol production. Yada, yada, yada. Wow, do we got to get into all the steps? This is what this article is doing. Uh... Let me skip to the part where they say she gets everybody wasted with her pee. Well, by the time I got to the end of the article here, it just says that uh, while researching the woman's case, the doctors became aware of other reports involving similar production of ethanol in urine, uh, but only in one 
post-mortem case and in experiments run in vitro. I don't know what any of this shit means. I have no idea what I'm saying. I, I was really just attracted to the title of this article that says, uh, you know, person who urinates alcohol. Uh, apparently, if you can imagine a condition, it exists. And you'll probably hear it on Weird AF News. Like, imagine how crazy that is. Anything you can imagine. People that uh, eat steak and poop out watermelon. Does it exist? I don't know. Probably. Um, it's just a crazy world, man. And biology is nuts. And our bodies, who knows what our bodies are capable of. I mean, it's just outrageous. Um, but, you know, if we're all lucky enough to have a friend who urinates alcohol, I mean, imagine how good life would be. You know, you don't have to like imagine the bars are closed, right? You guys are all out drinking. The bars are closed. You can't get and you can't buy any alcohol because it's a very late hour. And then you're well, guys, at least we have Pam. Pam can just we'll just give her a bunch of Hawaiian punch and Sunny D and then she'll just start peeing alcohol. Next thing you know, the party still goes. We rage until the break of break of dawn because Pam can pee alcohol and keep this party going. Like a good trooper that she is. Oh, we all should have a friend like this. Like Pam, the uh, the fictitious person I invented for the sake of this story. Doctors are warning people not to insert frozen potatoes inside themselves as the latest home remedy. Why are people putting potatoes inside themselves, Jonesy? I have no idea. I'm just reading the title. Let's find out by jumping into the text. Sufferers too embarrassed to seek medical help are trying the latest wacky home remedy, but the doctors have warned it could be dangerous and that you shouldn't do it. A number of online websites suggest a frozen French fry-sized piece of potato inserted internally for 30 seconds is just the trick for pile sufferers. That's P-I-L-E sufferers. What the hell are piles? I have no idea. That sounds like an old-school ailment to me. Uh like rickets or something. I don't know. The article says, because a raw potato is slightly acidic, it apparently can relieve pain and itching while its frozen state constricts the blood vessels in the sensitive zone. They're not telling you what the sensitive zone is. My guess is it's it's uh, inside the vagina or the, or the butthole. Um, that's my guess. There's no photos with this article, so I can't tell if they're putting a frozen potato inside any orifice whatsoever. I'm just guessing it's the vagina or the butthole. It could be the ear, right? I guess it could be the ear, technically. It's a sensitive zone, it says. The article says, here's what you need to do, people. Peel a raw potato, cut it into thin slices like you do it for French fries. Oh, this is this is from an article that you're not supposed to listen to. They're saying, put the slices into the freezer and wait until they're frozen. Insert the frozen potato slice in your anus. Oh, there it is, the anus. Wow. That came up on me quick. I wasn't ready for that. Okay, into your butthole. Leave it inside for 30 seconds. Repeat the process for three to five days. The next three to five days, leave the slice inside for 30 seconds more each time. Uh, then it says the potatoes have astringent properties and help relieve the pain and itchy sens sensations, which usually happen with this condition. While the ice-cold potato constricts the blood vessels, reducing the swelling and relieving your pain instantly. Hemorrhoids, or piles, as they're commonly known. Oh, here we go. They're, they're hemorrhoids. I know you guys are all thinking the first couple of minutes of this article, Jonesy, are you so stupid? When are you going to figure out that piles are actually hemorrhoids? I'm sorry. I know them as hemorrhoids. I don't know what the hell piles are. Hemorrhoids, or piles, as they're commonly known, are swollen or bulging. Oh, do you need to know what it is? 
swelling or bulging veins in the anus area. They're similar to, similar to varicose veins seen on the legs, but in a much more sensitive part of the body. It's estimated around 1 in 20 Brits will experience piles at least once in their life. Oh, this must be an article written by the Brits. Maybe that's why it was so it's so lame and doesn't really offer you the proper information up front. There are many causes for hemorrhoids, including pregnancy and straining during bowel movement. Yeah, I've always been told that straining during bowel movement is the way that uh, you get a hemorrhoid. So I've always tried to um, take it easy. You know what I'm saying? Just take it slow. All right. I don't care if I got to sit for four hours. Okay, I'm not going to strain. I'm just going to let it happen naturally. I also recommend you guys, I don't know, take some sort of fiber into your diet. You know, here's what I recommend. You guys want you want a good little, uh, you know, anti-hemorrhoid uh, situation here. What, what am I saying? Uh, we're going with psyllium husks. Do you know what those are? Yeah, the psyllium husks. You can buy it in a powdered form or a pill form. I recommend the pill or capsules. They're super easy. You just take a couple a day with water. These psyllium husks are like a natural fiber. They're absolutely like fabulous. So great. An all natural uh, sort of uh, way to relieve that situation. The Egyptians have been using psyllium husks for thousands of years. That's why I, that's why I tr- put my trust in psyllium husks. Yeah. Because you don't want to be doing any straining during the bowel movement. You don't want to have the piles. And then you got to put a frozen potato up your buttocks. Okay? All right? Frozen potatoes up the buttocks is no way to go. (laughs) There is no medical evidence that putting frozen potatoes inside the anus can help cure piles. So I would urge caution to anyone thinking of doing it, says one obvious doctor. Piles often go away on their own after a few days, but there are some tried and trusted ways to keep them at bay. You should drink plenty of fluids and maintain a fiber-rich diet and try having regular warm baths to ease the itching and pain. Yes, regular warm baths. What an excuse to have a warm bath. You have piles. Why not? If home treatments do not banish your piles, it is advised that you go to your doctor and explore alternative treatments like putting acupuncture in your anus. Just kidding. I just made that up. Frozen spud pieces are the latest in a line of strange methods to deal with hemorrhoids. Well, I don't think we should be putting frozen spuds up our holes, everybody. So that's just, uh, that's not just what I say. That's what the doctors are saying as well. And apparently CBD is a very anti-inflammatory and that could be something to ease the hemorrhoids. CBD, look into that. I'm not saying do it. I am saying avoid the frozen potatoes. Look into other methods. Okay, Dr. Jones, over and out. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I am not a doctor and Weird AF News is not a place to get medical Advice. I have to say that, um, or uh, I'll need to get a lawyer. A man calls the police on his girlfriend for being too rough during sex. Oh. Arrested was 24-year-old Kristen Paris. She was booked into the Davidson County Jail after her boyfriend, Taylor Hayes, called the police when she got a little bit too rough with him during sex. The shame, the horror, the embarrassment. Can you imagine having to call your mother from jail saying that you were arrested for having a wild night of passionate sex? Yikes! According to authorities, Metro Nashville police were dispatched for a domestic assault call. Hayes told the police that his girlfriend began to bite and scratch him during sex and that it was way beyond the, quote, scope of their normal intimacy. Ooh. Listen, guys. Uh, 
I hate to to bother you this evening, but like Kristen is, I don't know what's going on. She had a little too much cough syrup or something um, mixed with some of the um, Adderall that we've been prescribed because we can't pay attention. Uh, and then like she's just been she's been scratching me like a lot, you know. And then she bit my calf, which is like I don't, you know. Honestly, during during some intercourse, I don't mind a little nibbling, you know. Maybe you just drag your teeth across my left nipple. But to just sink your teeth into my calf, it's just a little weird. I was wondering, what are you doing down there, Kristen? I just can't understand. This is way beyond the scope of our normal intimacy. Yep, this man was not having it one bit. Instead of asking her to stop, he called the police. Well, I'm sure he asked her to stop before he called the police, whoever wrote this article. You're going to assume he didn't ask her to stop? You think he just ran to the phone? Oh, my God. Not that anyone runs to phones anymore. You just have it in your hand, usually. Uh, Hayes showed the police the two bite marks that he had, one on his arm, one on his, one on his back, along with several scratches on his back. Scratches on the back, man. Come on. You Really? You're complaining about that? You're having intercourse? You're complaining about scratches on your back, right? I mean, some people scratch the back up a little bit. It's a moment of passion. They're into it. The biting, it can be weird. It could be painful, I understand. But, I mean, you don't have to call the cops on the lady, do you? I mean, this seems strange to me. I don't think their relationship was uh, uh, on steady ground. I think there's some backstory here that we need. The boyfriend also told the police that Paris had punched him several times three weeks ago but decided not to report the incident at the time. Do you think those punches were related to the intercourse? That's what I'm wondering. I don't think they were. I think you screwed up before. She punched you. That was not intimacy related. And then you guys were wasted and having some crazy sex. She little she went off the handle a little bit with the scratching and the biting, but uh, I don't think there's a need to call the police. That's just me. I don't have children or anything like that. I'm not in charge of anybody. I'm, a, I'm actually not. Uh, uh, I'm not really like a reliable citizen if we're really breaking it down and getting to the truth of the matter. The good news is uh, Paris is free, but her little sex stunt cost her $500. Also, she's facing a domestic assault charge. Huh. The article doesn't say if they've managed to get past this and stay together, but my guess is no. My guess is absolutely not. And I'm looking at a photo of her, and I gotta say, Kristen, she looks pretty cute and innocent. She looks very young, and you wouldn't think that she'd be into biting and scratching, but you know, these ladies are crazy these days. Who knows what they're into? I don't know. Choking, everything's on the menu these days. You know, this is why you gotta just really chill out, and you gotta talk to your lover, you know. Find out what, where are the boundaries, okay, when we're in the bedroom. That way you can avoid a situation like this where you call the police on your lover. I mean, it's really unnecessary. It's embarrassing. It's just, you know, she's going to have a record now. And that's just not something you want to give to someone. So I think communication is uh, what's really uh, so important. And that's being glossed over in this article by the writer. And so I'm just going to add that to you guys should have a conversation with your lovers about this sort of thing. If you haven't already, where do we draw the line? Okay. Are you into biting my left elbow? Is that what you're into? Do you want to smash me in the face with a wiffle ball bat? I don't know if I can take it that far. Do you love to take a rolled up piece of beef jerky and put it in some sort of orifice that I'm not expecting? Like my earlobe area. I don't know. That makes no sense. But you know, I'm just trying to give examples of 
things you might want to do in the bedroom, you weirdos. You are weirdos, so I assume you're up for anything. So listen, just let the people know ahead of time, okay? Let's not make it a big surprise, all right? We don't need to get the police involved with our bedroom antics, do we? Agreed? Agreed. Well, well, weirdos, thank you for listening to another episode of Weird AF News. I appreciate you being there from front to back and side to side. Make sure you subscribe so you get the episodes all of the time. All right, I'm trying to rhyme here and I'm terrible, but, you know, I think it's all right. Uh, Make sure you subscribe. Like I said, like the podcast, share it with a friend. Give me a review. It could be a good one, a bad one. I hope it's funny. Leave me a funny review, please, so I can read it on the air. Please leave me a funny review and screenshot it and send it to me. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com, or you can tag me at Funny Jones on Twitter or Funny Jones on uh, Instagram. Or you can send it to me via Facebook, Comedian Jonesy on Facebook. You can send me a DM. Yeah, so take a screenshot of the funny review, send it to me. I'll read it on the air. I love funny reviews. They're so they're so amazing. I often leave funny reviews myself. That's why I really appreciate them. I also want to tell you guys about somebody who really touched my heart today by uh, joining my Patreon. Meet Vel Williamson. Vel, V-E-L Williamson. What a cool first name. It's kind of like Val, but it's not. It's Vel. Thank you, Vel Williamson. I don't know if you're a female, a male. I've never heard this name, Vel, before. I have no idea what, what this is. But I am so grateful that you joined the Patreon. It shows to me that you uh, you really appreciate what I'm doing and that you uh, want to support me on a whole other level. And that makes me feel nice and warm and fuzzy inside Vel. So thank you so much for joining the Patreon. Please enjoy the extra content that you're going to receive as a member of the Patreon. Bonus episodes. There's over 24 hours of just bonus episodes. You could just sit back, Vel, smoke a big fatty, and listen to uh, some bonus episodes until you're blue in the face. Why not? I think there's like, you know, you get some friends involved. Next thing you know, you're doing some bong rips, listening to bonus episodes with me and another comedian. I'm just making suggestions here. You don't have to do any of the things I tell you. There's videos on there as well. There's photos and videos of my adventures in Asia, which is where I currently am recording this. This is my last day day in Singapore. I'm going to be in Japan. And uh, if you happen to be there, I'm doing shows in Osaka and Tokyo. Uh, If you can't make one of the shows, you can just uh, take me out for coffee. Just reach out to me. I'll be there. I'm up. I want to find some weird experiences. So if you have some suggestions on what to do that's weird while I'm over there, please drop me a note, okay? Preferably email, funnyjones at gmail.com. I know there's some weird vending machines in Japan. Definitely going to hit them up, see what I can buy. Um, But I know there's a lot of other weird stuff there. Japan is the epicenter of the weird, the strange, the kinky, the bizarre. Uh, It's a place I've wanted to go to for so long. I've covered many stories on Weird AF News about some antics, some, some... shenanigans that go down in Japan and now for the first time in my life I can experience them firsthand. so send me any suggestions that you might have check out the Patreon please patreon.com slash weirdafnews and you know buy me a cup of coffee or something huh come on I'm doing five day a week shows even on the road here what are you out of your mind you won't get me a coffee for that yeah you will and I'll thank you for it on the air as I have just done for Vel Williamson thank you Vel we'll see you guys tomorrow